People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. I am your co-host, Joe. I am here with Matt. What's going on, Matt? Hey, what's going on? We're back for episode number 78. This was the year I was born. Kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last week, you and I talked about Tony Schiavone being signed to AEW, and we didn't know for sure if he was going to be part of the television commentary crew it has been made official it will be him jim ross and excalibur as the television commentary crew for aew wrestling i'm fucking super excited that is beyond huge <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty much it from last week as as far as uh i'm concerned uh, super j cup has already started uh it's already it, finished it, 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 yeah yeah it's already finished. Uh, Thanks, it, New Japan. Yeah, it will not be on the New Japan streaming service until sometime in September. But uh, once again, it will be on there, so you can still sign up, get your 30 days for free, and you'll still catch all of the Super J Cup, even better, all of the G1. Uh, and you can sign up for... A free trial, free 30-day trial through us, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash NJPW will get you there. Robert, we're shouting out our sponsors real quick. Sure. I to give a shout out to Amazon. We are currently <laughs> drinking their exclusive <laughs> mountain water called Liquid Death. You can only get that on Amazon. Uh, get yourself a 30-day uh, subs- free subscription through our website, 20x20crew.com, slash podcast, slash Amazon. Uh, 30 days for free. For Prime, yeah. And uh, you can, uh, depending on your location, you can certainly get two-day free shipping, but certain locations even now do one-day free delivery. Yeah. So, Liquid Death. Thank you again to Mr. Wrestling 6 for <laughs> the uh, for the cans there, but uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool shit. There, there's... Uh, they have quite the commercial. It's an animated commercial. I thought it was fake. I thought it was for a fake product. And he's like, no, it's real. You have to have some. And he was kind enough to send Matt and I some uh, some cans here. They come in Tall Boys. I think it's what, like a 12-pack of Tall Boys? 12-pack of Tall Boys. <laughs> uh, currently, currently they're, I'm looking at the website, $21.99 for a 12-pack. It is pricey shit. It is pricey, but, but uh, it was pretty tasty mountain water. I'll, yeah. I'll give it that. It's, it's water. It's water. It's, it tastes really clean. But it's very clean, yeah. Mm. As I'm taking a sip right now. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shout out to Amazon. I know we were harsh on Amazon the last two weeks. But they are the exclusive supplier of Liquid Death Mountain Water. Well, the Liquid Death Mountain Water worked for me. I had no issues with it, so... <laughs> I thought you guys heard you hiccup while you were drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as always, in the background, we have wrestling going on the big screen here at the 
20, 20 by 20 domain. We're currently watching Ring of Honor's Honor for All show that happened August 25th in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, you know, we, we have two major shows to cover, but I do want to touch on this one because yeah. of something that happened the night before. I hate talking about it, but I, it, I hate, it, it needs to be talked it, about. It, I agree, I agree. Uh, we, If you haven't heard already, we're talking about the incident with PCO. If you remember a few episodes back now, there was an incident where PCO was getting a, a heavyweight title shot against Matt Taven. They were in Toronto, I believe. And PCO decided to go and do this suicide dive to no one. There was absolutely no one absolutely where, where he where he jumped out of the ring. Sorry. And even Matt Taven was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, even, even uh, what was, who's his manager at the time? Destro. Destro was kind of just like, yeah. put his hands up. Yeah, he, he had no idea. <laughs> so, um... The night before Honor for All, I don't know exactly where they were, but um, he did it again. Mm -hmm. He did it again, but this time, this time he had a price to pay. He busted open his right eye, um, the the ridge right where your eyebrow is. He cut it. He, he there was just this disgusting gash that went all the way from the center of his forehead all the way over his eyebrow. And uh, the way they stitched it up, it was, it was all that was stitched, but then it had split above that, like going towards his his hairline. So it looks like he's got this big upside down Y full of stitches over his eye, over his right eye. It looked pretty gruesome. There's footage. Uh, someone in the audience caught caught the actual suicide dive, and then um, there's also footage of him getting sewn up there in the back and he's he's all about the uh not being human angle as he as he's getting sewn up there matt and i both have an issue with this um if you if if pco's doing this on purpose as a part of his gimmick to get over because they keep even in the article that you showed me i forget what website it was on but they mentioned that it was a malfunction in quotation marks. It was a malfunction that caused him to do that. Right. I'm still looking for that malfunction that they speak of. <laughs> if 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 this is a thing that he's trying to get his character over with, please stop. You're you're gonna you're gonna end up wor way worse off than you did on Saturday night before on for all. I mean, you're looking at potential brain damage, per permanent cranium yeah. fractures. Yeah. I'm not a fucking doctor. I, I mean, there's, there's probably a laundry list of things that you're going to do to yourself. This is stupid. This is idiotic. I we, mean, we live in the day and age of all this research being done on concussions. None of this can be good for him, especially at his age. And if you're Ring of Honor, this, this is this is here's my thing. Ring of Honor is kind of in this weird situation where they are trying to reestablish themselves as a, as a major player especially in a in a time where here in the United States it's a free for all of 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 companies trying to get viewership yeah cuz it's 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 there for the taking 
And it's not as easy for Ring of Honor. Ring, Ring of Honor used to be the alternative, but now the alternative is multiple alternatives now. So the problem is, you know, they, they have to find something to get audiences to pay attention to their product. One of my fears is you have, essentially, you, you, you are allowing yourself to become the wrestling version of Jackass. Where it's just, <laughs> yeah, you, you're, people are there to say, oh, what, what is he going to do next? What, what, how could he possibly top this stunt next? Because I'm going on a limb here, and I'm saying, I'm going to say right now that this was on purpose. Uh, this is the second time that he's done this. Either he's got some bad vision problem, which needs to be addressed already, or he's doing it on purpose. Those are really the only two options. Yeah. How do you not know where your opponent's at? Yeah. Before you make that kind of dive, uh, it's 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 completely idiotic. No matter what the situation is, and Ring of Honor should be ashamed of themselves for playing into this shit. And and they have because uh, you know you and I just saw it on Honor for All again happened uh, the next day, August twenty fifth, which was the next day. It was a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. He actually came out and. Um, he wanted the microphone. He got. He was all dressed for for action. He got in the ring. He wanted the microphone. They called security out, and so there was like four or five guys came in the ring. He stopped them all. He put one on the table, and he did a um, a suicide dive off the corner onto the table, and you know squished the guy. But um, yeah, and they let it happen. They let it happen, and it went off without a hitch. Horrible, horrible shit from Ring of Honor, dude. Like, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. You know, I get it. You need viewers, and you know yeah. you, you're trying to build some buzz. There's other ways to do it. How about, how about with more of what we're seeing in the ring right now with PJ Black and Silas Young? It's a pretty damn pure wrestling match going on right now. Um, and you can't tell me that people don't want to see pure wrestling. I mean, it's you know we're we're gonna talk about a, a company later on in our show. And a big show that's happening that thrives off pure wrestling. <laughs> and, I, and I get it. You lost the big names. You lost the big names. You lost the New Japan. Not necessarily officially lost New Japan, but you're losing New Japan at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, I get it. There's, it's a transition period. People may not want to see PJ Black, but you know what? Build him up. Because if, if you actually watch a PJ Black match... You realize it's damn entertaining. It is. It's and I get it. You and I have a podcast. I, if I do say so myself, it's a pretty damn good podcast. Yeah. Plugging the fucking thing is a really hard thing to do. Getting people to listen to it is a really tough thing to do. And I get that. So same thing with their product. I get it's it's a hard thing. And, you know it's, but Ring of Honor, unlike us, it's not like they don't have the fucking money to promote it. I mean you. <laughs> The company that runs you is, is a is one of the biggest companies, media companies, in the United States. Oh yeah, come on, yeah, come on, figure figure something out. Cause... Well, they 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 might be getting a TV deal now, now that uh, Sinclair Media has has purchased more of those uh, local affiliates. So the Ring of Honor might be having a, a weekly television show um, on TV on TV, yeah, yeah on cable. Which which is good for them. Yeah, they can, they can definitely use the viewership. But um, yeah, it's it. I think that's the only bizarre thing about doing this podcast with you is, you know, you and I obviously we're 
our own people and yeah. you know we have conversations away from one another all the time but um i've actually gotten a few people to listen to the podcast just by conversing with them uh, about other mm-hmm. shit than wrestling right I'm like wow you know i had a really good conversation with you great do you watch wrestling yeah i watch wrestling <laughs> This is what this is what we do every I got, week. I got a show, you know. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, shouts out to a local company out here, um, based out in Bloomingdale, Illinois. Now Foods. There's a quite, about two handful of people that are just tuning in for the first time. Oh, sweet! Found out about the podcast. Um, I wear. I wear wrestling hats to work on in the cleaner. I work. I work sometimes a dirty job, so some of the better jobs, some of the cleaner jobs, like Now Foods, for example, um, they. Uh, I wear my my good wrestling hat and usually strikes up conversation, and uh, I'm gonna explain why because you know what we're about to talk about in this episode, very very big, very important day that's coming up, um, tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah it's a huge day, huge way to end the month of August uh, and transition into the fall season now. So, to all those guys who said they're listening, I hope you're listening. I'm shouting <laughs> out your company. Thanks for the conversation. It was a fun conversation. Uh, and uh, any viewership that uh, any, any guys, anybody that's listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And uh, thanks just for being a wrestling fan. It's, it's always that's great. the most important part, right? That's the most important part. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it is. It is great that wrestling fans are no longer in the shadows anymore. It's, I know, right? It's cool to be a wrestling fan again. Uh, I mean, for us, it was always cool. I mean, it was something that we never really walked away from. Other out of you know out of sheer disappointment and frustration of the product, yeah. but <laughs> it was never like oh wrestling is not cool because it's you know it's, it's a phase for us. I, I ran into a listener at a grocery store and he reminded me about the Warrior Wrestling show on September first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on a Sunday. It's on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, Sunday night uh, in in our literally our backyard. I was gonna plug those guys later, but let's let's go ahead. Let's, well, let's give them a real, shout out. Yeah, real yeah. quick, shouts out to Warrior Wrestling. Um, they do put on nice little shows. Uh, this is the best car that they've they put together. They've really taken advantage of Starcast. Yeah, happening. pretty much. <laughs> Star, Star Starcast is happening. Uh, um, it's currently happening right now mm-hmm. uh, as we record this. And again, we we have a big show tomorrow. Uh, shouts out to also to local company and Black Label Pro. They I can't plug the show because it's happening as we record. Uh, it's a you know, Friday night and or actually as we release this, it's being they're they're they're, uh, they're doing a show with GCW Game Changer Wrestling. That's right, the co-branded yeah, show. Yeah, two cups stuffed. Let's call. Oh man, and uh, that's gonna be that's that's great. Those are two really good companies. GCW doesn't come out this neck of the woods that often. A couple few times a year. A few times a year, yeah. But uh, here they are. I mean, again, this is one of those situations, kind of like a WrestleMania, kind of like a SummerSlam, where why not? Yeah, everybody's you know, piggybacking yeah. off of everybody, so. And why not? And and you know what? Warrior Wrestling, although they're not going to be in Hoffman Estates. They're only like about an hour away. About an hour away, yeah. So, I mean, if you if you're gonna be in that neck of the woods, Warrior Wrestling, 
Uh, I believe some tickets are still available. And check out the, 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 the fucking deal that they have for 100 bucks. There's like 20 to 30, probably closer to 30 closer wrestlers, to 30 wrestlers you're that you get to meet. Mick Foley included. All for 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Hundred bucks, you insane. Get, yeah, that is that. Is, you're not gonna find a deal better than that. I ever. think bleacher seats are because it, it happens at a, a Catholic high school. Yep. Um, it's not a bad venue. Uh, no, no. I suffer from no ass at all, so uh, <laughs> the bleachers. You know, I got to scrounge around on the bleachers, but uh, well, you're also you know a giant. I am also a giant. <laughs> I yeah. got that over here. But uh, yeah, for twenty bucks, you can't beat bleacher seats. Even if you you know you you spent all your money at, at uh, all out or, or what have you or Starcast sure. you know just nice little cheap show cheap indie show and um, big names there big Huge big names, names. You, you you really can't go wrong it, it should be one hell of a night Tessa Blanchard and Daga facing the Lucha Brothers that right there holy shit like Brian. that that's worth twenty bucks right there twenty bucks right there Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin Michael Elgin in the house oh my god I haven't you seen know. him in, in a, uh, a few years it'll be it'll be nice to uh, that he's he's coming out back this way to my to my friend who is getting married on this day I love you I look forward to celebrating with you but god damn it god damn it <laughs> for making for making me miss this show. Cause I, you know, damn well I'd be at that venue, yeah, watching this thing. This, this, this is great. This is this. It's, it's a great show, and uh, yeah, if you if you're in that neck of the woods, definitely check it out. Shout out to Warrior Wrestling. Not only that, but Warrior Wrestling, they are actually teaming up with Impact officially now. Oh, nice for uh, in October, right before. Bound for Glory. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, uh, it's it's going to be Warrior Wrestling and one other local company. I forget who it is. Okay. They're teaming with Impact Wrestling to put on a show during Bound for Glory weekend. Which is happening in Chicago. It's happening in Villa Park <laughs> at the Odium. Yeah. The Odium, for those who don't know, those are, that's the old school ECW Stomping ground, yeah. yeah, out here in, in our neck of the woods. Ring of so. Honor now, yep. frequents that place. Uh, so, yeah, that's a pretty pretty, pretty good venue with a lot of history, wrestling history. Yep. And it's, you know, not a bad scene in the house either. No, not so, at all. Not at all. I uh, definitely recommend getting tickets for that show. Uh, I'm still on the fence if I'm going to make it for that one. But, uh, but yeah, what are you, we, we, we talked about it at the beginning of the month. We talked about it last month, actually. That August was going to be a big, big month for wrestling. And we didn't lie. No. You know, we, not at all. We, we told the truth. I mean, let's, let's, let's count some things off here. You had Triple Mania. We had SummerSlam, which it's a big, it's, it's it's a big, big show yeah. regardless. It's still big. NXT had their show in Toronto. Yep. You had a, a super card. With Ring of Honor and CMLL and New Japan Pro Wrestling, you had the G1 Climax come to an end. Um, and then last week we talked about a show that's happening on the 31st in the in, in the way of New Japan Pro Wrestling Royal Quest, which is a super show they're putting together with Rev Pro. What's big about it is that this is the first time New Japan is putting on a show in England. Uh, it's going to be in London, and uh, we talked about that card. Check out episode 77 if you haven't done so already, and uh, listen to us break down that card. It's going to be a really stellar card. 
And now you see a lot of companies transition to the fall season. Two more companies are doing that. Two more shows are happening on Saturday, August 31st. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is tomorrow. It's a big day. It's a big marathon of pro wrestling. And we're going to break down those the remainder of those three cards. And we're going to start off in the UK. We're going to stay in the UK for this next show. NXT, there is... For those who don't know, you should know by now that there is a second NXT brand called NXT UK, and they are putting on their second TakeOver pay-per-view event, uh, NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. That's happening at Motorpoint Arena Cardiff in Cardiff, Wales, and uh, it's going to be on the WWE Network as usual, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central. Keep in mind, this is live, so... It's gonna nope. be it's gonna be an afternoon show, not a, not an evening show, which is it's great for what's gonna happen later on in the evening, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you have an, an, another major show with uh, this is the smallest card. There's only five matches on this card, but I'm telling you right now, this one right now, every single card, every single match on here, it's I, you know I'm giddy for. <laughs> and uh, let's let's just go right to it. Let's start with with the the most recent match that was made. Uh, one one two featuring two guys that one has grown on me. The other one I've been a fan of for a long time. You have Noam Dar versus Travis Banks to start off the show. Noam Dar, I've always been a fan. He was one of those guys. I I, I he had to grow on me a little bit. I. I th- when I initially started watching him, I was like, man, there, he's just, there's a little bit missing. And don't get me wrong, when I first started watching him, he was on 205 Live. Yeah. But it made me go back and look, like, for other stuff he had done. Right. Outside of the company. And that's what kept me watching 205 Live was Noam Dar. After a while, the product just got too terrible for me, and I stopped <laughs> watching completely, regardless of Noam Dar. But, um... He's definitely one to look for. Um, I'm excited that he's he's doing NXT um, in any form or fashion. Right. You know? yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's in his closer to his home roots, uh, and he's taking on uh, Travis Banks, who had a hell of a run um, in the, in the earlier stages of NXT UK, the the UK tournament, which uh, he came so close to winning, but. Um, these guys, these guys right here, the more likely going to start the show, and they're gonna they're gonna set the tone. They're gonna set the tone. This is gonna be a good, solid wrestling match. If 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 you are a WWE fan, WWE mark, but you want you're looking for something different, this is one of those matches. Really pay attention to because this is right here. As far as WWE is concerned, this is what wrestling could actually be. <laughs> this is, yeah, so uh, and they're really going to set the bar here. They're smaller guys; they're going to be fast paced, but they're not smaller guys as in they're they're, they're luchadors per se or, or stuff like that. This is going to be a good British strong style in a way kind of match. Good technical wrestling, submission holds, just very good British style wrestling. This is what the UK is really all about right here, and I think it's 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 appropriate if I if I'm if I'm right. That it starts to match because, or starts to car, I should say, because that is that right there is the, the really good tone setter. Not no titles online, not the most heated rivalry, but just two guys 
Going at it. Going at it. Yeah. yeah. Old I, school I, wrestling. I couldn't agree more. Uh, like I said, Noam Dar, if, you, if you're not familiar with him, you're more than welcome to check out all his 205 Live stuff. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network. That's all one word. Um, please be my guest. Um, minus the shitty storylines. Like, he's, <laughs> he's got decent in-ring work there. Um, but I, I really do implore you to go check out YouTube, at the very least, and look up Noam Dar. That's N-O-A-M. Dar is D-A-R. It's unfortunate that when he was on 205, I mean, he got the rivalry yeah, with Cedric yeah. Alexander. But it was, you know, you had to throw in Alicia Fox for mm-hmm, some reason. It was, mm-hmm. it was silly. It was yeah. just silly. Uh, moving on to the next match. This is another non-title match, but what a match this one is. Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey, last man standing. I'm excited. Holy I, I, shit. I think, you know, I, <laughs> it, it's easy. There's other matches that are going to happen on this card that yeah. I could easily be like, oh, man, I'm, you know, this is my favorite or this is my favorite. But sure, sure. I'm really, in, this is the one that I would really like to sit down and watch. Mm-hmm. Without any d- d- disruption or interference, I just want to sit down and watch this match. Um, Dave Mastiff has really grown on me past couple months. Um, it's a big boy. He is a big boy. But he can move. He can move, man. And, and <laughs> it's just, it, it boggles my mind sometimes. You look at him and you're like, fuck, how does he get around? And then he does shit and you're like, how is that even possible? If, if you are not familiar with Dave Mastiff, I, I implore you to go back to the first NXT UK TakeOver event that was in Blackpool. And he had a match against Eddie Dennis. Oh, God. And that was one hell... I mean, I was impressed by Eddie Dennis, because Eddie, Eddie Dennis was, was flexing this man. Hell yeah, dude. But those two guys, that right there, one of the most underrated matches of the of year. The, of the year, yeah. Uh, and and Dave, Dave Massive is no joke. Joe Coffey at Blackpool, he, he challenged Pete Dunne for the, the United Kingdom Championship. The, this man's also big in his own right, too. He is. Uh, just two powerhouses that are going to beat the ever-living shit out of each other. And because this is a UK, NXT UK event, or I should say, because this is an NXT event, you're probably, it's probably safe to say that there's going to be some cringeworthy hardcore parts in this match as well. This is going to be... Safe to say. (laughs) This is going to be your old-fashioned, like, uh, UK street fight almost. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So that's, that's really, I mean, again, two matches in right there, and you were already... Have taken my money, exceeded my expectations. <laughs> uh, we go on to the championship matches. There are three championships in NXT UK. All three of them are on the line. First one we're going to talk about is the for the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. The champs, James Drake and Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a great guy to meet, by the way. Both of them are. Yeah. Um, they, are t- they are defending their titles against two teams. First team is Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews, who is the hometown boy. He's from Cardiff, Wales. Yep, yep. Uh, taking on, or, and also the team of Gallus, which is Joe Coffey's team. Uh, it's his brother, Mark Coffey, and uh, fellow uh, Scotsman and Wolfgang. Triple threat tag team match. What do you think about this one? I'm always excited to see uh, Gibson and Drake. Great tag team together. Dude. They know how to get heat. Take my fucking money. 
They know how to fucking get a crowd against them. If there's anybody that is cheering them because they like their work, they will find a way to piss you off, <laughs> get under your skin, and for you to boot the shit out of them. They are the epitome of what heels are all about, especially Zach Gibson. Absolutely. And uh, the other two teams, although although I'm, I'm definitely interested in Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, mm-hmm. um, I'm more interested in seeing uh, the team of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang as as uh, part of the Gallus stable. Yeah, um, they just they've come out and every time they come out and decide they're gonna kick ass and take names later, they have. Damn, uh, that that trio is no joke in in very yeah. dominating fashion. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'd say out of the the two teams that the titles are being defended against. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong. I look for Gibson and Drake to retain, but if anybody's going to give them any trouble, it's Coffee and Wolfgang. Yeah, if it, I, I agree with that. I, I don't see Andrews and and, and uh, Webster taking the taking the belts. Uh, they are the the only baby faces in this uh, in this match, and uh, you know they bring in. They're the smaller guys. They're the high higher flyers, if you will, especially Mark Andrews. But uh, you know, for me, I, I, I see I see Gibson and Drake retaining, um, but it's not. I I don't have as much confidence uh, as I do in let's say the other champions that we're going to talk about here. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, it, either way, this is it's it's a good mix of styles. You have Gibson and Drake; they are good wrestlers, but they're also the epitome of dirty heels. Gallus, who are not necessarily always played by the rules, but they are the powerhouses. And again, Andrews and, and, and Morgan Webster, you you know they're the smaller guys. So you have a good mixture of styles. It should be a fun match all the way around. Um, moving on, I don't know what to talk about next. You got two more championship matches. Let's start with the the one. We'll leave the one to start with the, the the first match that was announced for the card. We'll leave that one till for last. So we're going to talk about the United Kingdom Championship next. Okay, Tyler Bate. Is the challenger, the champion, for those who don't remember, <laughs> is a man that goes by the name of Walter. The ring general himself. I, I'm i sure Tyler Bate was a good life. It's good. He's <laughs> handsome young man. He's, uh, I'm sure he's doing well in, in a lot of things. August 31st, I don't want to be him. No, nobody, <laughs> nobody should want to be Tyler Bate. I don't want to be Tyler Bate on on this day. Volter is a guy that scares the shit out of me as a fan, all the way from Chicago. <laughs> I'm scared every time he steps in the ring. Here's the thing with Volter, he is to say that he is intimidating is a fucking understatement. Now I'm six foot eight. I run about two forty. Even I am like, ah, let's just not fuck with this guy. You know, I remember, most yeah. people, I'm like, fuck it. We're going to do something, we're going to do something. No, fuck Walter. Nope, no thank I, you. I just remember meeting him. Yeah, well, we're at the Progress Show. And he, he, he dead fishes me. <laughs> For those who know what a dead fish is, that's when somebody barely gives you their, their hand when you handshake. And I'm just like, man, this guy's a douche. And I just, I just the way that he did it, it just, it, it very much felt like, he just didn't want to squeeze my hand. Yeah. 
You know, and I'm not I'm not a big guy, but I'm also not a small guy. I'm just I'm average at this point, you know, really. I mean, I'm a 5'11 guy, buck 95. But you know, so I'm not necessarily a little guy. <laughs> but yeah, he just he just was I mean, it just felt like he didn't want to hurt me. Yeah. And then, you know, just talking to him, he's like he's a man of few words. <laughs> and I just like I all all I said, you know, I, I I love your work, you know, thanks for doing what you're doing. I bought I bought one of his shirts. I didn't do that because I felt like he was gonna beat me up or anything. Like, I actually wanted the shirt. It was, it was a cool design. But uh, I mean, he was just really cool. You know, he said thank you, and, and you know, I really appreciate it. He's like, you know, hope you enjoy the rest of the show and all that stuff. And it was short and sweet. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'll catch you later. <laughs> you know, Zach Gibson talked my ear off. Yeah, Z- Zach Gibson. I I came once I got the print. And all that stuff and picture, I realized I never paid for it. I, I felt bad. I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I would have totally gave him my money. I, I never paid for it because he's just sitting there. Because we're just talking up a storm. He just he won't let me leave. That's how much he was talking. <laughs> Down to earth, dude. Next guy, Walter doesn't want you know. Just says a few words. Okay, you can go now. <laughs> all right. Intimidating fucking dude. But Walter is one of those guys that he he's got it all. He is. Obviously, a powerhouse. To say that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody in this business that will chop you harder than than he will. No. I mean, he will break your blood vessels in in one one shot. Tyler Bate better wear <laughs> lots of Vaseline or some shit, man. Yeah. He's gonna be hurting. And, but the, but not only that, but what's unfair about him? He does all this shit. He's such a powerhouse. All this shit, and then I, you know, so you know, I was actually I, I was out to dinner, like a late birthday dinner, uh, with you know my my parents took took uh, took me out, and we were talking about uh, wrestling, like Greco Roman high school wrestling. Sure, and you know he had talked about like how he you wrestle guys bigger than him, and you all you do is outlast them. The problem with Walter is more likely he's got more stamina than you, and it's just like, <laughs> what are you supposed to do? You you know you can't you can't outpower him. Uh, he's fast, so you can barely outrun him if you can. Yeah. And he's got stamina for days. That right there, we talked about the idiot PCO not being human. No, no, no. Walter not is human. not human. Uh, real quick here, I did not know this match was happening here. Chase Owens wrestling for Ring of Honor for the World TV title. Yeah, I don't know that. I didn't. I don't know what brought this about. To be honest with you, I, I know New Japan. A lot of the guys had remarked that they don't want to work for Ring of Honor anymore because right. they hate doing it. So I don't know what the. I don't know how or why Chase Owens is on this card. I would love to see Chase Owens do more real if if he they can make him happy and not you know not do whatever they're doing with the other guys. I would love to see Chase Owens not only wrestle for Ring of Honor but have a successful singles title run. Well, we're we're again we're watching Ring of Honor's Honor for All show that happened August twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Owens is coming out to the ring right now. First, uh, of course, as part of Bullet Club. Chase Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're about to find out. Will will he win this uh, 
television title from Shane Taylor or not. Um, so that that that'll be pretty interesting to find out because I don't know. This happened. Uh, we're watching the show um, as after it happened. So right. Yeah, we don't we don't have we didn't read any spoilers or anything like that. The only thing that we knew was the situation with, with PCO. PCO, yeah, uh, which they actually announced first thing on the show, anyways, that he something had happened. Um, yeah, I would love to see it's because we talked about this on the show uh, was it last week or two weeks ago. Chase, yeah. Chase Owens is a legit player in this, in this business, and he's not a tag team specialist, Kevin Kelly. <laughs> I mean, he's good at tag teams, but that's not all he can do. But anyways, going back to it's a Walter Tyler Bate. This right here is going to be one of those matches. Uh, if you go back to the match that Walter had when he won the title against Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. um, that kind of a match, that kind of uh, of, of fast pace, tons of false finishes. Uh, it's going to be it's it's going to be some brutality here. And and, and kidding aside, now. Tyler Bay is a legit fucking talent. Yeah, that, that's this, going that's this, going to run amok against Walter. Yeah, Bates. this isn't going to be any kind of a squash match. Absolutely or anything not. Like that. No, mm-hmm. you're you're definitely going to get your money's worth. I just feel bad because let's be honest, the the stack is decked. Against, uh, yeah, the deck is stacked against Tyler Bay. Sorry about that. And I, I think every time we talk about Walter, because we don't talk about him all the time, I feel inclined to mention. Check out the matches against Darby Allen from Evolve. Fuck, <laughs> that was uh, what two years ago? Two uh, two years ago, and there was one last year during WrestleMania weekend. Okay. Um, not only that too, but one of the matches of, of 2018 for us, top matches of 2018, took place over the top, and That's that right. was a match against Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. Oh my hell goodness. of a fucking match! I think they go like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. It was a fucking insane, and just to see his gigantic ass like hang in there with mm-hmm. Will Ospreay, and vice versa, like you just wow, what a fucking match! That's available on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, uh, and and again, the match he had against Pete Dunne, I implore you to watch that. Um, that power bomb off the top rope. I, Fuck. First time I saw that, I was just like, Pete Dunne is fucked dead. up. Dead. He's dead. Oh my god, that was scary. Um, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network is where you can see the match against Pete Dunne as part of the NXT UK takeover from Blackpool, England. And then it's fitting that we talk about this one last because this was the first match. This is the match that they really booked the show off of. I mean, eventually you, you, you added Walter versus Tyler Bate, but... They started off, this was the first match they, they booked, and it's, it's fitting because you have the hottest wrestler in the UK, both male or female, in the ring against one of the hottest wrestlers in the UK, both male or female, and you have Tony Storm defending the NXT UK Women's Championship versus Kaylee Ray in a match that is going to be... It's going to personify pro wrestling. It's going to, This is what wrestling is all about. We talked about that with the the Travis Bakes versus Noam Dar match. We're at, we're at that era now where women wrestling, you know, we're still some people are still not completely sold on it for whatever reason. Yeah. This is one of those matches coming up that 
if it doesn't sell you on it, Joe and I are going to be collecting wrestling cards yeah. for the coming weeks. <laughs> because this this right here, this is exactly what we're talking about. This Tony Storm. What I loved about this, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually bring in Impact Wrestling real quick here. Sure. It, it, uh, Tommy Dreamer did a, a bit with uh, Tessa Blanchard, and he used the term because we are wrestlers. You know, I'm a wrestler, and I'm 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 gonna have you, and I have your back as a wrestler. You know, he's like not male, not female. But like we're just wrestlers. We're just wrestlers. And I love that. I love. I love the fact you have an old school guy that grew up in an old school business, yeah. and he's on the front lines to say, "Yeah, yeah, we get it. They're women, but they're not women wrestlers. They're wrestlers, and and maybe someday, and I'm not going to go too much into this, but maybe someday we even have it to where we don't need women's championships anymore. It would just be a championship. A championship. So." <laughs> I, again, that's a whole other topic, but but Tony Storm is one of those women that can you know I know I get she's 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 wrestling a woman here, Kaylee Ray, but she's one of those women that could easily help transition that to the next level. She's that kind of talent. She's that special of a talent, and uh, you know I get a lot of people right now. She's popular. I get it, they, a lot of people. A lot of people like her right now because. Of her looks, she's a beautiful woman. Get that, absolutely, yeah. You know, stunning woman. But I, I implore you, if you're if you're going to be a fan of, of Tony Storm, I'm not saying don't like her for her looks either. I mean, you do whatever you want, but she is so much more, and what she brings to the table inside that ring, her looks can't even compare to that. Like it is, it is her 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 in ring talent. She's one of those special talents. That I'm telling you right now, they don't come around all the time. She transcends what most people think of her. Mm-hmm. Most people try to label her, oh, she's just a woman's wrestler. Yeah. Or she's just a pretty face. She is so much more than that. And and all it takes is one match. Yeah. Pick pick one, anyone. All it takes is one match for you to watch Tony Storm in. And she'll make you a believer. Um, we were fortunate enough to see her uh, at a Progress show um, almost a year ago now. Yeah. And uh, that was the first, like, you and I got to meet her yep. during break, and that was the first thing out of my mouth when I walked up there. I was like, you get it. Like, it's fucking awesome to watch her wrestle. Absolutely. And and if you need further proof of, of her, her in-ring ability, you can go look up... Um, She's done stuff with Beyond Wrestling against uh, men. Yeah, she's um, Timothy Thatcher. That's right. Which that, is, that was WrestleMania weekend. That was WrestleMania weekend. What was that, two years ago now, right? Uh, last year. Was it last, last year? Last year, right? Yeah, in uh, New Orleans. That was fucking crazy. I mean, Timothy Thatcher is definitely no slouch no 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 <laughs> no no and you know you former tactic partner of Walter of Walter right yeah. and you get them you get those two athletes in there against one another and you just you're looking at them like okay they're clearly going to beat the piss out of one another it's a matter of who's gonna who's gonna make the first mistake right and um 
sadly, Tony Storm lost the match, but it went, I want to say it went like 25 minutes, Mm -hmm. and she beat the piss out of Timothy Thatcher, which was just... It was it was fucking crazy to see the the things that they were doing to one another. It was it was just it was phenomenal wrestling. Um, I can't I can't speak highly enough about Tony Storm. And again, she is your current NXT UK Women's Champion, defending against Kay Lee Ray. Another awesome talent in I the love ring. Love watching her work in ICW and um, Scotland. Uh, she's done a lot of great stuff, um, and she's really good at uh, getting talent over. And I, I, I really respect her. She's very, she's young. She's twenty seven, but that's kind of old in 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 the UK's eyes. They start so young. They start so young. Oh my god! But uh, she's such a she's such a great worker. Such a great worker, and and I hope. I hope that the NXT UK fans, especially here in the States, appreciate what they're going to see tomorrow with her. Because I get Tony Storm is the bigger name. Rightfully so. I'm not taking anything away from Tony Storm. But uh, Kaylee Ray is one of those workers. She's like the... She's like the Dean Malenko. Yeah. Uh, uh, of... of, of I, 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 Let's say right now, I know I've just talked about this, but of women wrestling, she's like the Dean Malenko. You know, she's a great worker. She doesn't always get the recognition she deserves, but when 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 her time is done, which again she's only twenty seven, but when her time is done, uh, they're gonna look at her and they're gonna be like, man, I really miss somebody like her because yeah, she's that yeah. she's that kind of talent. This is gonna be a really good wrestling match, really good fucking wrestling match, and. Uh, if 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 those girls play their play their cards right, we you could potentially be looking at something that, that can go down as a, as a potential match of the year candidate. That right there is is that kind of 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 aura that they bring to the table pre match. We'll see if they live up to that. But I mean, it is that right there. This match right here is something. That, there's a reason why. This was the first match booked. This is the reason why this was one of those matches that, hey, buy tickets because this match is happening before anything else. Uh, it's done. It was done for a reason. And uh, it could potentially be the main event, too. You don't know. I hope whatever they do that there's no bullshit involved. Um, working up to this match, there was a battle royal for the opportunity to face Tony Storm. Right. And... Kaylee Ray won that battle royal by last eliminating Zaya Brookside. Mm-hmm. So I hope if they're going to uh, further the storyline between Zaya Brookside and Kaylee Ray, um, that they do it after the match. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to see this match just go go on without any bullshit. That'll be the big takeaway for me. Absolutely. Before we go, we're gonna we're gonna go take uh, take a quick break here. There was one W. It has nothing to do with NXT, but it's a WWE. Okay. Question that was asked to me because you know we talked about AEW going to Wednesday nights, NXT going to Wednesday nights. The Wednesday night wars. <laughs> you you already have SmackDown leaving Tuesday nights to go to Friday nights. Go to Friday, yeah. Uh, so. For those who don't know the history of SmackDown, uh, 
SmackDown, <laughs> as I get a big view of Shane Taylor's ass here, uh, <laughs> SmackDown has always been a Tuesday night show. Uh, going back to when it was taped, whether it was aired on Thursday or Friday, it was always taped on Tuesday. So that's why when they went live, it, it was Tuesday. Now they're going to go live on Friday. Now, somebody had asked me, and I guess real quick here, uh, we'll take a couple minutes to to throw this out there, because we talked about 205 Live. Yeah. What happens to 205 Live now that SmackDown's leaving? 205 Live, again, is live. That's why it's called 205 Live. And it's it's done on the WWE Network after SmackDown. So SmackDown goes on 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. And it's over at you know 10 Eastern, 9 Central. 205 Live goes on at 10 Eastern, 9 Central on the WWE Network. What do you do now? I'm you sure as hell ain't booking a Tuesday show for 205 Live. Is is this the end for 205 Live, or does this become a taped show now? Well, you know what? Or does it even matter? Well, <laughs> that all depends who you ask. If you're asking me, this might be the end of 205 Live. Um, let's face it. There was a, a last-ditch effort um, where they were scrambling to get Vince and, and Triple H in there to, to kind of help book things and and revive it and, and get the brand over. And I just, I don't think it's, I don't think they've done anything. Well, it's because they keep fucking it up. Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to tell your, your audience that your top guys are, you know, Randy Orton and the New Day and this and that and Roman Reigns and all these guys. They're gonna buy into a lot of things that you say, so they're gonna be they're gonna say, "Yeah, Roman Reigns is our top guy." Let's face facts here, okay? I'm not shitting on the wrestlers of Two Hundred Five Live. I'm not shitting on a Drew Gulak. I'm not shitting on a Kalisto or a Tony Nese or or Jack Gallagher or guys of that nature. Those guys are great wrestlers. Yeah, I understand they're smaller compared to other guys, Roman Reigns and so on and so forth. In, in that ring, they have a lot more talent than a guy like Randy Orton. Yeah. Than a guy like Roman Reigns. But they're not booked that way. So for a company that prides themselves on booking, and, 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 and as we see, Chase Owens not win the title, unfortunately. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. Uh, as we see, so you have a company that, that prides themselves on advertising they're really good at plugging shit right why can't what in your right mind how do you expect your show to get over when you tell people almost literally go home once you see roman reigns and you see all the other guy randy orton once you see them go home because these guys drew gulak who's that guy he's nobody because we don't fucking build him up or Kalisto, who's that guy? Because you know, instead of we're gonna give them fucking, you know, sombreros and piñatas and call it a lucha house party, Fuck. you know, more racist shit. By the way, yeah. I mean, 
how was it ever going to survive? How are you ever going to survive when that audience, that audience is satisfied by cliche, bullshit, lazy wrestling, and it's just like, oh, the good wrestling happens afterwards, but we're not going to plug it, so we're not going to tell you morons to come to stay. We're going to be like, just go home. Just go home. You know, we, and that's the reason why you see ha, you know, not even halfway filled up venues anymore for 205 Live. And that's why you see low numbers for WWE Network uh, as far as viewership for that particular show. This was this was dead really from the beginning. Yeah. I'm surprised it lasted this long. So am I. So am I. And it could have been really good. It could have been great. It could have been really good, and it's instead it's 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 just a la- another lazy fucking WWE failure because they just it's just very very mismanaged, mm-hmm. very very booked very poorly. Here's what gets me on top of this: so you let's say they do do away with two hundred five live for good. You have this entire roster of guys now that were just pigeonholed onto that one show and that's it. So now right. what? Now what, where do we see them? Do they get called up? Do they, you know, do are they stuck on um, main event? Are they just doing house shows? My answer is is uh, NXT because NXT is going two hours. I, that's the logical thing. I mm-hmm. think the other thing they should do with them, I'm not saying they will, but I think that what they should do with them is uh, throw them on Evolve shows. Yeah. I mean, you're already you're already invading Evolve to the point where <laughs> it might as well be another fucking WWE show. Right. Fucking... Dude, throw them on there. Let them let them do let them wrestle. Let them actually wrestle at a wrestling show. I would be so pumped to go to an Evolve show to see a Jack Gallagher or a Tony Nese mm-hmm. or um, whomever else is left on that fucking roster. Actually wrestle. That'd right. be a great fucking time. You know, guy against guys like um, AR Fox. AR Fox. There you go. Thank you. You know, uh, I'm I'm drawing a fucking blank now. <laughs> but, well, it, we can't say Austin Theory anymore. Yeah, because he, he got called up. <laughs> but you've got you know like you've got AR Fox. You've got members of the Skulk. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Leon Ruff. Um, There's tons of opportunities out there. Um, but yeah, let's. I mean, you look at the. Uh, the fucking last Evolve show that happened on August 25th, real quick. I think, like, four matches. Four, yeah, four or five matches had guys from WWE on there. Yeah. That's just too much. That's just way too much. Um, Anthony Henry's another guy I was thinking of. Oh, absolutely, I'd, yes. love, I'd love to see an Anthony Henry match against guys like in 205 Live. But um, a lot of those guys... I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of those guys are from Evolve. Obviously, Drew Gulak from Evolve, and but that's another way too. If 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 you're really going to make this an official breeder, that's another way to help. Yeah. Establish that. You know, I mean, it'd be nice if we got more Evolve wrestlers 
It's it's better than paying them to sit home. You think? You know. You would think, but uh, but yeah, somebody asked me that question. And it's it's a solid question, and uh, I, uh, I my answer is it ends. It comes to an end, and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate because you have a cruiserweight championship belt that has good wrestling matches for the most part. Uh, not all, you know, some of them have been okay at best, but for the most part, have been really good. But you've had no build up. You just you just wasted that talent. Yeah. And uh, you know that's. I think the last. Fitting. I think the last time that belt had like massive exposure, and I I use that term loosely because I don't think it was massive, but on on the scale. Yeah. Considering the situation. Was when fucking Enzo had it. See, and I knew you were going to say that. And yeah, that's disgusting. Am I wrong though? You're not wrong. You're, you're absolutely that's, correct. It's fucking horrible to think that. It is. It is. That is such a disgusting thing to say. And the unfortunate thing is that it is the fucking truth. Uh, Enzo Amore was the most recognized cruiserweight champion that that company's ever seen, and that guy is a lazy piece of shit. Like can't do anything right. Um. We're staring at four, four guys in the ring right now who are not lazy. Mm-hmm. So we are going to take a, a break and pay some bills while we watch Ring of Honor's Honor for All. We're about to watch them boys, the Briscoes, defend the ROH Tag Team Championships against the legendary Rock and Roll Express in fucking Nashville. So everybody, stay tuned. This episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by PodCoin. Joe, if you're anything like me, you love podcasts, but wouldn't it be better if you got paid while, while doing it? Absolutely. Fellas, ladies, children of all ages, you can now be paid to listen to us, the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Sit there, enjoy Matt and I, go back and forth about professional wrestling all day, all night. Now, it's not straight out cash. You'll get paid in pod coins, but you can change those pod coins in for stuff like gift cards to Starbucks, Target, Best Buy, what have you. Or, if you're uh, anything not like me, you uh, you can donate those pod coins for, to charity. To charity so. Which is, I mean, that's always a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So all you gotta do is visit us at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Pod coin. That was a little bit of a tongue twister. It is. Again, that's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash pod coin. And don't forget, use the invite code 20x20pod when you sign up for the pod coin app. It's going to give you 300 free coins right off the bat the moment you sign up for free. And pod coin is available for both iOS and Android. And you get to listen to not just us, but a a plethora of podcasts at your leisure and the more you listen the more money you make it's that simple folks 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash podcoin get yourself signed up today remember invite code 20x20pod for 300 free coins and as always we will see see you in the ring This episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew is brought to you by GameStop. GameStop, where you can buy new and used video games, consoles, and accessories. Got games you no longer play? Trade them in for cash or credit towards a new game to add to your collection. 
Become a pro member and save even more money on your purchases, trade-ins, and even get special offers not available to everyone else. If games aren't your thing, GameStop has a wide range of toys, apparel, board games, and other collectibles including pop vinyls, including exclusives not sold anywhere else. Visit us at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash GameStop to find out how you can get started. And remember, power to the play. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for hanging in there with us while we paid some bills. Uh, as always, thank you to all of our sponsors, including Podcoin and um, all of you new fans that that are, uh, are are here as a result of Podcoin. Thank you again so much. Thank you uh, for all the support, guys. Yeah, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, I know wrestling isn't for everyone, but it's for us. And... With that, let's go right into it, man. Right in our back fucking yard. We're about an hour away from the venue. All out, August 31st, tomorrow, Chicago, Sears Center. We were there for All In. Yeah, yes we were. That was a, that was a hell of a night. I, I, uh, it's a night I'll never forget. Oh, man, it was great. Dude. I'm old and gray, man. <laughs> all, all In is what pro wrestling... Everything I love about pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That was all, all of it was all about. All of it. So if you have not seen All In, that is that is a, a show that uh, you, just, you, you just need, you need, need to watch. To watch. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we talked about uh, Royal Quest. We talked about NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Those are happening in the afternoon because they're happening overseas. They're happening in the UK. Yep. Uh, you know, time zones, ladies and gentlemen, they they exist. Uh, <laughs> so you have all outs. It is the one of the biggest shows of the year for for AEW. Probably their biggest show. I actually guarantee their biggest show, with the exception of maybe their first show, Double or Nothing. But this is also their final show until October second. Mm-hmm. Which is their debut show on on TNT? They're gonna be a weekly TV show. So this this is it. This this is the this is your last stitch effort to sell that product. Not that you need to sell it. Yeah. But this is it. This is the last time you're gonna see AEW until that weekly show. And ladies and gentlemen, they are going out with a fucking bang, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> there are nine matches on this card. Uh, there is a pre-show, however. So as of right now, there are two matches that are slated for the pre-show, um, and we're just gonna jump right into it. Uh, we're gonna let's start off with the tag team match here. Okay. Uh, Angelico and Jack Evans, they're back, taking on team of Private Party, team of Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Yes. Good way to start the show. Absolutely. Uh, you have Angelico and Jack Evans who have a long, long history as a tag team. Yes. Um, a lot of work done in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, specifically with uh, AAA, CMLL. But um, this is one of those tag teams. I, I told you guys a couple episodes ago, like, hey, 
I would love to see more of them. Um, here we get the opportunity, and uh, they always excite me. Always. Um, if if you guys need some reference, please uh, go go download Tubi for free. That's T U B I. Download that free app and go check out the seasons of uh, Lucha Underground, where you can catch some Jack Evans on there. Um, you can go back to old Ring of Honor if you if you need a Ring of Honor subscription to the Honor Club. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash ROH will get you there. Honor Club, anything and everything ROH. They have archive footage on there, old shows, past shows. You will see Jack Evans on there. Yes, you will. Do his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I, I've, um, I don't remember... I know it was a, a Global War show. I don't remember what year it was, but he was part of a, a like a eight man tag or a ten man tag. Yeah, where um, they did stuff with Dragon Gate in ROH. And, oh yeah, I remember and, those. Oh, yeah, man, that was a hell of a fucking match. Just to see Jack Evans just just do some of the shit he does. You know, you, you've got tons of tons of guys out there who are. Uh, you know, super athletic, um, and do all kinds of these these crazy moves. Jack Evans does all that shit, but he's also what what is the word I'm looking for? Um, he he's like ultra athletic. Yeah. Um, he will do handstands and headstands and all kinds of shit, and you like you look at him like, how the fuck are you doing that? And wrestling on top of it, so. That's what you have to look forward in this match uh, against Private Party. Uh, yeah, great way to start out the fucking pre-show. It's by a the fun way. match. Yeah, it's going to be a hell just of a definitely match. Definitely just a fun match. Uh, two potentially teams too. Also, keep in mind that uh, might be in the the tournament for the absolutely AW for the tag, tag titles. Yeah. Titles, yeah. Um, so yeah, we we will find out. Uh, we I, I maybe even at all out we'll have those brackets unveiled, potentially. Uh, I don't know if that's for sure, but uh, but yeah, really fun way to start the show. Um, and then at double or nothing, you had a twenty-one man casino battle royale, in which the winner received a shot at the AEW World Championship. Well, now at all out. On the pre-show, you're going to have a 21-woman casino battle royale in which the winner will receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's World Championship. Uh, That championship will be decided on the inaugural episode of AEW on TNT. Again, it is unofficially named right now. Uh, That is happening again on October 2nd. So by October 2nd, we're going to have two... Two champions in AEW. Um, 21 Women Battle Royale. So far, this is who we have announced. Uh, we have Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Allie, Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper, Evelise, Jazz, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, and Awesome Kong. That leaves over half the field still to be decided. 11 people still to be named. Um... More than likely, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do it the same way they did at Double or Nothing in waves of five, with the exception of the final 
Right. That's what the, that was the Casino Battle Royale format. So, right. uh, real quick, shout-outs to Ivelisse for working this show. I hope, I hope this leads to bigger and better things for her mm-hmm. and a possible signing with the company. She did try out for NXT. She was not picked. How do you not pick her? Well, that's know. a good thing. So she was not the graduating class that she was supposed to be in would have been the class with Austin Aries and uh, was that Mercedes Martinez? Okay. So yeah, no Ivelisse. I don't know how they passed up on her. Maybe she felt this that wasn't what she wanted to do. I'm not sure who who's responsible for that not working out. But uh, shame on you NXT for leaving that one go by. But uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see her in AEW. I think she'll be a good fit on their roster. If she continues to work with them. Yeah. Um, if you need some awesome Ivelisse matches to, to check out, please, again, go download Tubi for free. That's T-U-B-I. And check out all the seasons of Lucha Underground. She will knock your fucking socks off. I mean, she, yeah, she's, uh, she's got it all work going for her. I mean, she's got the Lucha Libre style. She's a great technical wrestler. I've seen her do a lot of submission-style wrestling, too. And on top of all that, she's not afraid to to get physical. No, not at all. <laughs> We've seen her do some crazy shit in the ring. Uh, it makes sense. You're, you're, you're trained by somebody like the likes of Saga Vega, Carlos Colon. I mean, it's it, it makes sense. So, I mean... Not, uh, not to get too off-topic here, but did you hear the main event for the next PCW Ultra show? No. Mil Muertes versus Savio Vega. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, Shout and, out to PCW Ultra. Absolutely. Lo- great, love them. Great um, company. The other thing I have to say about all these participants so far, mm-hmm. Teal Piper. Teal Piper mm-hmm. has come out, if you don't know, that is Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter. Yes. Uh, Teal Piper has come out and said she wants to keep the legacy of her father alive and well in professional wrestling by doing right by him and becoming a successful wrestler. I'm really, really interested. And I'm not saying there's any beef, but I'm really, really interested to hear what she would have to say about someone like Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. Because obviously Piper gave her the, the blessing to kind of like use the the rowdy gimmick yeah um but let's face it she's ronda rousey's not rowdy rowdy piper right and 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 i don't want teal piper to be rowdy rowdy piper nor should she be nor should she be absolutely right but um i I think i think ronda rousey just went about it all the wrong way speaking of wrong (laughs) wrong ways we Good Lord, we just seen Mark Haskins submit Marty Skrull in the ring, and his leg was bent all the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a lifeblood's going to get a future World Tag Team title shot. That's a hell of a team, Haskins and Bandito. Oh, yeah. Good clash of styles, and uh, they're keeping that lifeblood name alive and going, even though really don't know what the hell the purpose is anymore. But I don't want a team, a team to break up, so no. figure it out, guys. <laughs> Keep figuring figuring it out. That's cool to see Jazz. I, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, you know, she missed. She missed the NWA Crockett Cup show due to injury. Mm. 
Um, hopefully she is all well and ready to go, and uh, it's interesting to see her work this show. Speaking of the Crockett Cup, real quick, uh, WWE Network added the 1986 Crockett Cup. Yeah? Both shows, both nights. Uh, that you can catch. They finally put back the Hidden Gems kind of back together. Okay. It's The the, the, the new setup is a little weird. It's a lot weird, actually. But, yeah, the Crockett Cup, 1986, both shows. And I want to say it was the 85 or 86 Great American Bash. Nice. Both shows of those. I'm that excited. They, that they added to that. So that's that's all happening. Uh, again, uh, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network. Um, it is good to see Jazz back. I wonder what her... Uh, what what's her role in in uh, all in AEW is gonna be? Um, we see Awesome Kong in this match now. A few months back, or sorry, not a few months back. It was actually just last month <laughs> when, I, when I went to see uh, Fight for the Fallen. I talked about this situation with Awesome Kong and Aja Kong, and I said that's probably gonna be a match. At all out, it's not going to happen at all out, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen at all. Uh, and Aja Kong uh, very well could be a participant still uh, in this in this uh, tournament. We can see more of that. For for my money, the eleven other opponents that are to be decided or announced, uh, hopefully a majority of them are going to be Joshi wrestlers, mm-hmm. I, especially if they're going to have them keep being part of the shows mm-hmm. it would just make sense right you know? so yeah I, I'm looking forward to possibly seeing the Kongs face off in that battle royal I mean if, if, if Kenny Omega had his way it, it, they, they all would be <laughs> right but uh, yeah it's, it's going to be intriguing we were, maybe we're they, we've, they've said that they have a lot more people that they have not yet announced as signees so we're Hopefully, we're going to get more of those. That other 60% is going to be really interesting <laughs> to figure out. So, it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, there's, there's certain names on here that we don't see. Um, we don't see a Kylie Ray on here uh, yet. Uh, she's not booked for the show as of yet. I don't think she's hurt or anything. Um, somebody had asked me this question. Because she kind of just does whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She's going to be in the neighborhood. Yeah. What is the likelihood of seeing a Tessa Blanchard on this on this card? Well, her dad's going to be there. Yeah, her dad um, will be there. She's worked with them before. Why not? And that is AEW, but she's worked with these guys before, yes. Yeah. I mean, again, she does whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. She's, she's the hottest thing in, in, in wrestling right now, or one of them. To be honest, uh, I think... I think if she's available and she works with them, not letting her appear would be detrimental to whoever doesn't want her to appear. If she does appear, is she number 21? That's a good question. I don't know about number 21, but she's got to be up there. Mm -hmm. She's got to be up there. I say that because only 21 comes out by themselves. Right. Everybody else comes out in waves of five. 
Um, but they usually do something, try to do something special. Special for the 21st, yeah. yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. But uh, Tessa Blanchard at a show like this, again, it's huge. Well, it's, booking it's, booking along those lines, if they follow what they did for the, the men's, mm-hmm. Adam Page was number 21. So, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty fucking logical that if she's there and she shows up, she's probably number 21. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is your uh, pre-show. Your pre-show. Um, good way to again. Good way to start off a, a show like this. Show this magnitude, and uh, let's jump right into the to the main show. Uh, we'll start off with a Joshi match right now. Uh, we got uh, Hikaru Shida going one on one against Riho, who has really since double or nothing kind of taking the AEW fan base by storm. <laughs> uh, super over now. Safe to say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, whether this starts to show or not, I don't know. It's going to be in, earlier in the show, but... I don't think it starts to show. No. No, because if you're doing the 21-woman casino battle royale... Sure, yeah, you're I, right. I think this is going to be middle of the show. If, if I had my way, yeah. Throw it in the middle of the I show. have a match that I would start off with, and uh, I'll talk about that one next. Um, again, Joshi Wrestling. Joshi Wrestling. Kind of a tongue twister there. Uh, it's a good, fun match for those you know I who don't know a lot about this, these these women. Um, you know, some people have even made fun of the name, some of their gimmicks, but when the bell rings. They're just they're taken by surprise, and hopefully this time around, they stay entertained, but not necessarily surprised because you shouldn't be surprised anymore. Right. These women are fucking legit. Yeah, uh, really good match. No matter where you put it in the card, it's going to be a really solid match. Uh, the next match is what I'm about to say is probably what should, for me personally, start the show because a lot of these other. Matches that we're going to talk about, with the exception of the, of the, the, fir- the first match I just mentioned, either they have championship implications, or there's a heated rivalry slash really big name talent in the match. Okay. Not saying that these guys aren't big names, but this right here is going to be a match that is going to be chaotic. Extremely fun and uh, a really good way to transition from a battle royal to the rest of the show. And that's the three-way match between Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. Fuck. <laughs> that's a car wreck right there. <laughs> it is a car wreck. Um... Darby Allen alone, I mean, this, he's he's like, he's that wrestler, he's highly capable of wrestling just about any style of match. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he's always looked upon as the underdog. He is a small guy. You know? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's his that's, size. That's really about it. But he goes into the match, and, and, and most people who watch him, they're like, oh, man. There's no way this guy's going to fucking win. And then he starts to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And whether or not he wins is is 
at the end of the match is besides the point. Because he has already won you over. No right. matter no matter whether it's a win or a loss for him, he's already won you over. And that's, that's what Darby Allen does. You know? Mm-hmm. Whether it's him versus Volter and, and all the, the piss that got beat out of him in, in there. <laughs> all or, three times. All three times. Or, you know, him versus um, Cody. Yeah. Again... You're looking at that match and like, there's no way in hell Cody's way better than Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Who, who the fuck is this little punk kid? And then he starts to wrestle. But then you throw him in there with the bad boy Joey Janela, who is all over the fucking place. Um, and I say that in a loving way. I, I do love Joey Janela. And then you have Jimmy Havoc in there, who is pretty much the epitome of fucking hardcore wrestling, minus a Nick Gage these days. You know, I he think... follows the show. By the way, <laughs> so be nice. <laughs> He's another one. Like, well, you're good over there. I'm good over here. But uh, you're right. This is a fucking car wreck. This is a car wreck and a half. This is a fucking interstate multi pile up. Is what this is. And you're right. This is this probably starts the show. Darby Allen, we, we you know, for, I want to clear the air right here too. I don't condone the fucking backdrop to the fucking apron. Oh, good god! I, I cringe every time. I've seen it. We've seen it happen right in front of us. Oh my god! I cringe every single time. I wish he wouldn't do that. It is fun when he does, but I wish he wouldn't do that anymore. You know, I, I started. Seeing Kofi Kingston do it, mm-hmm. you know, obviously that's the uh, the more mainstream, you know, so you get to see it more often. But you do that free fall like that, not not necessarily onto the apron or near the apron, but just off into somebody. Right. And I, my mind just started racing, like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. Just the, the potential of that move, what can be done with it. And then I got to see... Darby Allen do it in a match against Cody Rhodes at Double or Nothing. Or I'm sorry, Fight for the Fallen. Fighter Fest. Or Fighter Fest. Yeah. And the spill he took was just god fucking awful. But scary. But he he pushed that envelope for mm-hmm. me. And and not that I wasn't already invested in the match. Right. But I definitely was like tenfold after that. You have three guys here that are so different. Even though they're so alike in so many ways, they're so different. They bring something different to the table. And uh, I I just... This is one of those matches. When it was booked, I immediately was just super excited for All Out. As, as if I already wasn't. Yeah. This, yeah, this is right here. This is right... This is the match that, uh, you know, you're going to... Want to tell a newcomer like, "Hey, check this shit out." You know, you you want to say this shit's fake. You want to say this shit's not. Uh, they, they don't get hurt. Someone's getting hurt in this match. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Someone's getting hurt in this match. Um, let's do. Uh, yeah, let's. So we we mentioned the, the tag team tournament. Well, we have a tag team match for a what's going to be a first round buy. For the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament, you got best friends Chucky e. T or Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta taking on the Dark Order, 
team of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. These are the, formerly the Super Smash Brothers. Yes. They couldn't use the name, obviously. Um, and they have all their minions with them <laughs> as part of the Dark Order. Uh, I'm, You know what? The Booker in me says the Dark Order gets the win. I think they progress really far into that tag team tournament. Um, simply because it makes great television. Mm. These guys come out and there's what? There's got to be like 20 fucking guys. Yeah. That, when the lights hit and then they come back on, there's just 20 motherfuckers that show up <laughs> yeah. to do their bidding. It, yeah. Like, how can you not be fucking entertained by that? Uh, with the Dark Order for me, this is that's the team to beat in this tournament. Yeah. Even if I had a stacked card, if I had, if I knew the brackets, which I don't, uh, the Dark Order for me is a team that is going to the finals. I'm not saying they're winning it, but they're going to the finals. They are the team to beat. Yeah. Uh, and I think they beat uh, Best Friends in this match. Uh, I'm interested to see, like, what kind of brackets they're doing. Um, you know, if they're if it's like a like a nine team or. 15 team situation or whatever. There's got to be an even, uneven amount at this point. I'm not sure why they did that. I don't either. But um, keep in mind, this is not an elimination match. So best friends are going to compete in this tournament, or, or the Dark Order for that matter. The loser is going to compete in the tournament regardless. It's yeah. just they're not going to get the first round by. Yeah. But uh, again, this is a... this is a, you, you, had, you had to incorporate this match because although there is another tag team match... On this card, you have to incorporate your tag team roster onto this card because this is this is like your your final advertisement. Yeah. For, it, <laughs> I, I want everybody to understand that one thing here. AEW is super over. I get that. I really do get that. And, and you know, I could wear the hat that I wore as an AEW hat that I mentioned earlier that I wear sometimes at work, and it, it sparks. A, a lot of conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, what you are witnessing in the wrestling world, and I know I'm going to sound extreme like a dork here, and, and that's fine, but this right here is the wrestling world's version of a revolution. Yeah. It is It is changing what we, you know, what you and I, Joe, and what everybody else has, has seen. And that's, it's all happening by this company as well as other companies that we've mentioned. With that being said, you cannot rely off of momentum alone. No. Because momentum eventually stops. Absolutely. So you have to plug and plug and plug. Even the big companies. We talked about Ring of Honor. AEW has to plug everything. And if you wanted to incorporate a tag team tournament, you better fucking plug a tag <laughs> team match in there. And that's exactly what this is. Uh, it's going to be a fun tag team. Four very good wrestlers, two very good teams, uh, and uh, it's going to be a fun, fun tag team match. Uh, to me, I think the Dark Order wins. You, I, I don't see shenanigans within the match. After the match, but for after sure. the match for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be it's going to be a fun one. And again, you're going to advertise that tournament, and you're probably going to unveil your brackets after that match or at some point during that match. Safe to say, so, yeah. Again, you they are they are handling everything 
very well. I, I'm, I'm very pleased by how this card is shaped up thus far. Uh, the next match we got here is, uh, we got Cody. We have the guy who really is kind of like the face of AEW, even though he's one of four <laughs> executive vice presidents. Um, but Cody going one-on-one against Sean Spears with Tolly Blanchard in his corner, which is a big deal. Uh, Sean Spears... Some people don't really know who that is quite yet. Right. Uh, he is the perfect 10. Or he was the he perfect was 10. He was the perfect 10. Ty Dillinger, a man who they never fucking used in WWE for whatever fucking reason. Oh, man. Uh, he's here in AEW. He's, he made himself known at Fighter Fest. Uh, he, he, he busts open Cody pretty bad. He's a gnarly chair shot. And uh, they're going at it. They're going at it at, at all out, and again, he's back. Sean Spears is backed by the legendary Tully Blanchard himself. What do you expect out of this match? I expect a big surprise to be unveiled in this match. You've got Sean Spears coming out with Tully Blanchard. I think the uh, the no compete clause is just about up. And <laughs> so what you're saying is the enforcer. I believe the enforcer, Arn Anderson, will make his presence known in Cody's corner. Uh, and if that's the case, I can't fucking wait. Who better, what better tool, what better, what better weapon to have in your arsenal against your competition than someone like Arn fucking Anderson? <laughs> that's a guy, we talked about it twice now, you know, that's, you stay over there. Even at his old age. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't fucking with the nope. enforcer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we get uh, crazy with, you know, fantasy booking and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to say it really quick. Yeah, there's horseman-like potential here. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe down the line. Sure. Why not? Don't call him the horseman. Call him something else. Sure. But absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, what, I, what I love here, too, again, Sean Spears is a guy who has all the, the talent in the world yeah. but needs that one big match. Cody's doing it again. Cody is fucking using his power as one of the biggest names in pro wrestling, and he's booking himself in the match with Sean Spears. Win or lose, Sean Spears has already won. Because he has, he has the match. If you view the, the promotional poster, he's on the poster. He's, he's, he's already won. He's gonna, he, Cody's doing his job. He's going to get him over. He's going to get him over. That's, Win, lose, or draw. That's that's wrestler meets executive VP. And uh, it makes me feel so good that we're not going to get the old school. Because they're being called the, the new WCW. That's what they're being called. Yeah, WCW 2.0. 2.0. First they were just a t-shirt company. Yeah. Now they're WCW 2.0. But how they're proving that they're not is they're getting other talent over. Younger talent. Now, I mean, I know Sean Spears isn't necessarily young anymore uh, as far as you know the wrestling age is concerned. But he needs... He his, needs, his, he needs career, his career is, is still in its infancy. Yeah. And, and he, he, needed, he needed this match. And it's... It, it, I think I think they're both going to work well together, and, and Cody is going to get the kid the kid over in that sense. Um, as far as the Horseman thing, as you said, 
I'd love to see how that plays out at some point in the future, and we'll see. We'll see come uh, come October, maybe even a hint towards that on this show. Um, we got to talk about this next match here <laughs> because there's one thing, and there are there AEW is getting shit for this. It's not their fault, but they're getting shit for this because for the second time they had to change the card a bit. Yeah. Now, for those who are not wrestling fans or, or, or newer to the game or are mainly WWE marks, there is a line that a lot of wrestling cards used to have on the bottom of their card in smaller print, and it states that card subject to change. Lest we forget that every single person, man or woman... Is a human being with no. hu- with human bodies. What? And people get hurt. And unfortunately, not wrestlers, man. Not wrestlers, no. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, John Moxley is a victim of that. Yeah. And because of that, uh, by the way, we wish John Moxley speedy recovery. Absolutely, man. Hope to Take see care him back. of that elbow. Yeah. Hope to see him back in the in the ring very soon. But uh, he will not be there soon enough for All Out. And John Moxley is officially out of the match. But AEW fucking does it again. I'm not sure. Maybe you know how this went down. But I'm going to announce the match real quick. And if you do know, please jump in. Okay. The match is now Kenny Omega, who was originally supposed to face John Moxley, against a man who I assume was he was originally supposed to face... All the way back when they first announced AEW as yeah. a company, and that is Pac. He is back. Uh, well, actually, he's coming for the first he's time. Coming for the first time, but he's back uh, working with AEW again. Do you have any information on this? I'll tell you what I know, and it's probably just uh, everything you already know. But okay, let's go back and and remember, Pac was supposed to take on Adam Page at Double or Nothing. At Double or Nothing. That mm-hmm. didn't work out because he had a little bit of the Bret Hart syndrome. Yeah. That title was uh, not a prop to Pac, and he did not want to, as a champion, he did not want to lose regardless of whether the title was on the line or not mm-hmm. um, because he felt it would make him look weak. And so there were some creative differences, and they were like, well, we're not going to do business right now. But they assured everyone, AEW execs assured everyone, hey, he's coming. Mm-hmm. He'll be here. At some point, he's going to be here. So they switched around all these booking plans to make way for Pac when and, when and where he decided to get off his high horse. I get it. Pac is, again, one of those ultra-athletes. Mm-hmm. And he can do it all. And he, I mean, fuck. If it weren't for fucking Enzo Amore and the bullshit he pulled. He might still be in WWE right now. He might still be in WWE right now. Yeah. So, but uh, he took time off. He came back. He came back to his home in Dragon Gate. Won won a title there. Mm -hmm. That is the title I'm referring to. Right. Um carries it with such prestige and I love him for doing that but 
it's besides the point. No one's trying to take away your Dragon Gate title. Mm-hmm. They want you to be a part of 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 this this revolutionary brand. Right. He's no longer that champion, by the way. He is no longer that champion. So now he's back. He's well. He's he's back without leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here he is with Kenny Omega. I don't know. I don't know exactly how this play you know turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're asking me from what I know and, and just using simple logic here, he had to have been waiting in the wings. He lost that belt. The moment he lost that belt, all those creative differences go to the wayside. Now I'm ready to come and work for you guys. And it just so happens John Moxley unfortunately got hurt. So we need somebody. We're, you're coming anyway. Mm-hmm. Why not give him Pac? You know? This was the match they wanted to do anyways, originally. Yeah. So, it's weird how, how things work out. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Kenny Omega versus Pac. Uh, we, we we heard uh, a little bit of how it got to be. Now let's talk about the match. Match of the night. Safe to say dream match, right? It's shit, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is, this is no... No disrespect to to John Moxley, who was tearing it up this year, probably the best year of his career post you know him leaving WWE. Yeah. But this one right here, this Kenny Omega versus Pac, this is one of those matches that you fantasize about it for so long because you have two guys who can really fly around this ring. Stamina for days, strength beyond strength. Yeah, hard, hard hitting, strong hard, style. Hard hitting, strong style. You know, two gaijins that learned the Japanese way, and on top of all that, two absolutely amazing minds in that wrestling ring. Yeah, I think that gets forgotten sometimes. Just great creative minds that really know how to sell the moment and and, and just. You know, grasp your attention to that television, and uh, I don't think there's two guys in the business today that can do it just like like they can. So you know, as 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 well as most people who who know my daughter, not a fan of uh, Kenny Omega. She's all about Cody. Yeah, and so uh, you take that into consideration. But Pac, Pac, she has the utmost respect for. Her. I don't want to say she's a fan. Mm-hmm. I won't say I won't say that. But okay. His time as Cruiserweight Champion in 205 Live, mm-hmm. she uh, the first thing out of her mouth was, you know what he looks like? He looks like he belongs in Lord of the Rings. Okay. You know? Fair enough. And I'm like, all right, I could see that, I guess, but watch. Watch him wrestle. Oh, no, no. He's, he's, he's going to be trash. He's going to be trash. The moment she saw him wrestle for the first time, and he landed that, uh, what is it, 450 or 630 that he does? Yeah. Somewhere around Something there? Something like that. Like corkscrew. She was just in awe. Mm-hmm. Complete and utter awe. How the hell did he do that? She actually rewound the match and watched it like three or four times. And ever since then, there was no more Lord of the Rings jokes. <laughs> None of that shit. She, again, I don't think she's a fan, but she respects the hell out of him. And 
that's what you get with a lot of people with Pac, especially if they're not familiar with him. Like, oh, he's you know he used to be on 205 Live. He couldn't hack it there. No, 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 no. It, none of that bullshit. Nope. It didn't nope. happen that way. <laughs> yeah. If you believe that, I am so sorry for you, and you can email or send us your wrestling card. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that. But, <laughs> dude, dream match upon dream match upon dream match for the ages right here. You're two of the best in the business today. I can't wait. Uh, to me, for me, this is match of the night. And, mm. I, and I say that knowing you have, like, Cody versus Spears. You have the three-way match. You you have uh, the one we haven't talked about yet. Two that we haven't talked two that, about. Well, two, yeah. but but more so the tag the other tag team match. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I can't wait. I I I hope they go at least like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and I I want them to beat the piss out of me. I can't wait to see <laughs> Kenny Omega deliver a B trigger to Pac. Oh yeah. And I can't wait for Pac to return uh, fire with. Some corkscrew 450, mm-hmm. just to just to see it happen. For those that are poking fun at AEW, saying they did it again, they fucked another one up because they had everything to do with John Moxley getting hurt. By the way, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, the joke's on you because this right here is still better than anything you're gonna fucking see on Monday night. A Friday night on your fucking shitty pay-per-views. Yep. I mean, holy fuck. They did it again. They took something really bad and turned it into a really fucking good positive. Uh, you, you you took shit and you, you, you turned it into roses. I mean, <laughs> holy fuck. Um, I save in the last match because in respect of the championship. Sure, yeah. So Let's do that. The next match I'm going to do... It's for a championship, but it's it's for a tag team championship, which is still prestigious, of course. It is for the AAA World Tag Team Championship. Again, doing business with other companies is a great thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you have the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, defending the AAA World Tag Team titles against the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, Escalera de la Muertes. Ladder of Death. What do you think? What do you think? This this right here, this is this happened at at double or nothing. This happened at two AAA shows, and six one of them being a six man or a trios match, I should say. Right. This happened at Fighter Fest. Right. Again in a trip in a six man tag, we've seen these teams go at it a lot. A lot. More than likely, this is the end. This is the final time, at least for for a while. For a while. <laughs> Fitting way to end it. Yeah. The way when this got announced, this got announced at Fight for the Fallen. Again, I was there live in Jacksonville, Florida. I I speak very very broken Spanish. Okay, I I'm not gonna give you my history. I, I don't I know I know the essentials. Sure. There wasn't a whole lot that I could understand with Pentagon Jr. He speaks Spanish. Uh-huh. But I did hear the word ladder. And they were on top of a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was a dead giveaway. But I heard the word ladder. And immediately, I announced it in front of everybody that was there. 
um, in, in my area, we couldn't understand what was going on, but it's like they just called out the Young Bucks, and they just challenged them to a ladder match, and it's going to happen at All Out. And then Ray Phoenix confirms it, and everyone looks at me like, oh, you know a lot of Spanish. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I was... I mean, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean that way. This that announcement, whether I understood everything or not, was just so fucking hair raising for me. Yeah, because it's like, how can you top off everything that you've done? And they they found they they found a way. The year of the ladder match, twenty nineteen, ladies and gentlemen, and this one right here. We said that last uh, earlier this month with with the Briscoes and God that this is. You ain't gonna top that. They might. <laughs> this this reminds me. This whole rivalry reminds me of um, like old mid south stuff, and not necessarily just mid south, but like wrestling around that time, because you had like this common belief in wrestling booking back then, where it was like, you know what, we're gonna have either you know two guys or two two teams. Keep duking it out back and forth, different matches. Yeah. But at the end, when it's when it's all said and done, and they want to end that feud, they do it big, and they they do it with a, a, a huge sense of of finale. And they used to do it in a steel cage. Mm-hmm. You take that that booking logic, and you're you apply it to this whole feud between the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, and you have the exact same thing. The only difference between th- this and what transpired ages ago is more often than not, they were just normal matches over and over and over again Yeah. until the final match where it was a, a steel cage match or something right. something very barbaric. Sure. You know, this has been, we're going to have a ladder match. Oh, yeah, you know what? We're going to do another ladder match and we're going to top it top the previous one well fuck you we're gonna do another one and we're gonna top the previous two <laughs> that's what we're doing here that's this is the that's why it's called Escalera de la Muerte it literally is a ladder death match this is it this is the finale this is this is for all the fucking marbles yeah and in this case that means the AAA world tag team titles but all the clout to go with it you know I'm excited, and and, and I, I know what I said. Pac versus Omega is my pick for match of the night, but this is a close motherfucking second. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to fucking tear that place down. I can't wait. It is a. It's appropriate that the next show isn't until over a month later because they're going to need it, man. The they're Bucks, gonna... especially, because I don't know if if the Lucha Brothers are, are booked for the, the inaugural show. For TNT. Oh, I don't know. But the Young Bucks are. And they're going to need... <laughs> I know they got probably got a lot of traveling to promote the shit and all that stuff. They are executive VPs. I get that. But fuck that, man. They're going to need time to heal, man. <laughs> this is... And, and these guys are going to deliver. They're going to do some crazy shit. I don't need to sell this match. I don't need to sell this match. Um, if I had to pick a winner, I don't think the Bucks are taking the, the, the AAA titles back. I don't either. I think I think it's gonna be Lucha Brothers. Yep. And and this would be the first time in this rivalry that so Lucha Brothers represent AAA, Young Bucks represent AEW. 
everybody's always won at their home their home turf. This would be the first time the other team wins, essentially. But uh, it'll be appropriate, too. Again, executive VP is laying down for the competition to help promote. Yeah. I mean, they're already going to get themselves over because they're the fucking Young Bucks. And <laughs> they know what kind of talent they bring to the table, as well as the Lucha Brothers. Hell of a, hell of a fucking match. I will say this. I'm going to be interested to see, to hear those who are going to that Warrior Wrestling show on Sunday, September 1st, because the Lucha Brothers are wrestling that night. I'm interested to see how that goes. They got Daga and Tessa Blanchard the next yeah. night. So, I'm going to be interested to see what kind of fucking match that's going to be. <laughs> if I'm Warrior Wrestling, I'm, I might have a team on standby, just in case. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, there's one more match to talk about. And, and and this one right here, I'm excited for, but you're right. Kenny Omega, Pac, probably match of the night. Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks, if not match of the night, a close second. This one right here, I'm not taking anything away from. No, we, not at all. We, we it, it got picked last for sure to talk about because it's, it's for the inaugural AEW World Championship. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Adam Page... Chris Jericho, first time ever, too. By the way, um, you got you got the seasoned veteran, to say the least, and Chris Jericho yeah. versus the guy that last year showcased throughout the all of, all of twenty eighteen that he is not the future, but he is the now of pro wrestling, and can prove that uh, really win or lose, but especially winning uh, that title. And uh, for me, I under, I would I would get I would understand a Chris Jericho championship reign to go into TNT and help promote TNT. I get all that, but I think if you're gonna do it right, for me, the first champion needs to be a guy that represents what AEW is all about. Not the name, but the wrestling. That's Adam Page. I couldn't agree more, and and I think a lot of people are are pretty much banking on Chris Jericho winning that title. Yeah, because they are getting TV. But you know what? It's a lot of those same people who are probably sitting there saying, "Oh, this is WCW 2.0." Yeah, you know. Sorry, for me, it's going to go like this: Page wins the heavyweight title, first champ. And then they go into TV a month later, and they can easily pick up that feud back up. Oh, yeah, of with, course. With Jericho coming out, talking shit, whatever, building that feud back up. For me, that the, the long play here is, is where, where my booking mind goes. Why, why take the time to make Jericho your heavyweight title, heavyweight champ, and then wait a month later to have him start spouting off on television. Mm-hmm. He's already won the title. What does he really need to spout off about? Right. Fuck that. Nope. Make Paige the champ. Month later or what have you. Maybe, you know, give or take a few days. Paige walks out. It starts shit back up again. I'm excited. It's troubling sometimes to, to hear some of these wrestling fans and talk about the 
talk about like guys like Chris Jericho because they, you know, they're huge Chris Jericho fans and this and that and all that. And that's fine. We tend to forget how good Chris Jericho is at promoting. Do you? Does anybody really think that he needs a belt? To promote? No, absolutely <laughs> not. If you think that, you're sorely mistaken. And the other thing I want to say about the match, too, is if if you don't think Jericho's not going to get Paige over, not that he, he re- really has to try very hard, but if you don't think he's going to do that for him, you're fucking dead wrong. You're dead in the water. Uh, this right here, this is one of those things where it's important for them to get on the right foot, too. We talked about getting... You know, advertisement, advertisement, advertisement. But and I'm not saying to buy into what a lot of the bullshit people are saying about you. But at the same time, it's you still want the, that viewership. Yeah. You still want their viewership. And one of the ways to do that is to find ways to prove that, hey, just, yeah, we got TNT. Yeah, you know, you got a, a Rhodes that's, that's running this thing or at least partly running this thing. You know, I get there's a lot of similarities with W, with WCW. I get all that. One thing that they're that they're not going to be is the company that just gets their buddies over, gets the old timers over. And Chris Jericho is a guy that worked for that company. He's Chris Jericho is one of those guys that suffered because of that. That's why he left. One of the reasons why he left because he knew he was never going to get over in WCW, so he went to WWF, and eventually got over from from his work, from what, both on the mic and in the ring. Chris Jericho is going to be one of the last guys that's going to stunt the growth of yeah, Adam Page. Hold anyone back because he's had that happen to him. He's had that happen to him before, and and you know he's he's a guy that loves and respects the business. He came to AEW to help get get the company over, which means not to get Chris Jericho over because Chris Jericho's already over. I'm not saying Chris Jericho's never going to be the champion. I'm not saying he's not going to be the champion this year. What I'm saying is that to end all out, because this is, this is going to be your main event. Yeah. This is going to be your main event. To end all out, to end the final pay per view until the weekly paper until the weekly shows are going to happen, starting October October second again. You're going to go off on a note and saying this is we are the future, we are the now of pro wrestling, and it's being led by a guy that busts his ass for the past x amount of years, and uh, you know this is the guy you want to see. Chris Jericho is still going to be there. Chris Jericho's still going to promote. He's still going to plug. He's still going to compete. He's still going to run his mouth if he's going to be in character. <laughs> he's going to do all that stuff. Just He's going to do it on the outside looking in. I mean, he could do an angle of how he got screwed in his eyes. Things of that nature. I mean, this there's, there's tons of things. Tons of things that, that uh, you know, they could figure out. And, you know, you're talking about one of the greatest wrestling minds that ever existed in Chris Jericho. Again, he doesn't need a fucking strap to do it. Uh, for me, Adam Page, Adam Page needs to fucking take this. He's he's earned that, and um, it, it'll get them. It'll get everybody on 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 the on the right foot. And I think even diehard Chris Jericho fans can agree with that. 
Like it's it's better. They should. It, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's just better. It's better for business. It's better for the business for this night. Again, Chris Jericho will probably, I would say, be a champion at some point. But not on August 31st. No. The only thing I don't like about this is just the timing uh, of the timing of Adam Page's leveling up in professional wrestling. Uh, if you if we go back two years to the G1 in New Japan, um, he was part of the tournament and he first of all he was he was multiple people's picks to win the tournament and obviously he didn't that year but the show he put on the game his game raised mm-hmm. he was like a whole he was on a whole other level he was a completely different wrestler in a good way um to see him go through all that through that tournament and be as hot as he was it was just it was such a a crazy story to have as part of the G1 because it's like wait a minute this guy is is mathematically he's not winning it anymore but look how fucking hot he is Mm -hmm. and then what happens they all leave yeah and nothing happens for months Mm -hmm. except you know YouTube videos and such you know so, all that momentum, and and we go back to it, you know, momentum doesn't last forever. I love Adam Page as a wrestler. I think he is highly capable of being their inaugural champion. I just wish it would happen back then. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. I, I look forward, because I know it'll come back around for him. I look forward to when we get to see that Adam Page again. Yeah. I can't wait. It was one of those things where it, it, it very much was the thing that was going to be the best thing for these guys, especially Adam Page, for this year, for the most part, was their biggest detriment. Because time <laughs> off is such a horrible thing. Yeah, man. And those guys didn't do anything for months. For months. And I, and I get it. It's, it's, it's a transitional period. You have to obviously wait. Because you gotta sell tickets for double or nothing, you gotta promote, it, you gotta do all that shit. It takes time. I get that, but it's just—it was very unfortunate because he was the guy that showed the most in that G one, um, as far as younger talent is concerned. Besides, like your top guys that eventually won it or came close to winning it, it was the 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 surge of of Adam Page. Yeah. To the point where Kenny Omega is getting on the mic and saying, "This guy, yeah. this is the guy." <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, so. I mean, it's you know, and that's the thing. Like, that's the rival. Those are the rivals we're going to see. We're going to see Adam Page versus Kenny Omega at some point. Yeah, that's going to happen. You know, you're going to see Adam Page versus Cody at some point. You know, all these things are going to happen. But uh, you know, you're right. It, it was. Uh, it was. It has been a weird year for for stuff like that. But uh, I think it's fitting that uh, you know, with him as champion, and uh, you know. Getting weekly matches now, you know, as 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 far as you know, instead of you know once a month kind of situation, <laughs> uh, we get back, we get we get that Adam Page all over again, because that's what's been missing from wrestling mm-hmm. this year was that Adam Page because that was the guy. 
You know, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega. I get that. He, we all know Kenny Omega's great. But there's so much more out there than Kenny Omega. And one of them was right under our noses all along. And uh, we almost we almost got it. And now we have a chance to get it again. And, and they'd be fools to hold that back. Absolutely. And I'm not going to hold back anymore either. I'm going to tell you about where you can find us on the web. Facebook.com slash 20x20crew. Uh, that's our official Facebook page. If you want to come talk to Matt and I on Facebook, we have our own Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. You can sit down with Matt and I and shoot the shit, post memes, talk all kinds of uh, wrestling, you name it. We, we love to do it. Uh, we love to do it with you guys, the listeners. Um... Also, you can hate tweet us on Twitter at twitter.com slash 20x20crew. We're available on Instagram, instagram.com slash 20x20crew. And uh, you can always email us with your comments, suggestions, etc., etc. 20x20crew at gmail.com for the time being. Um, we have uh, our own YouTube channel. Please go and subscribe, folks. Uh, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash youtube will take you there where we host the following contest that's right matt and i both fantasy book stuff that we would love to see happen in professional wrestling um and we defy all limits all and 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 include all possibilities um we're we're coming up with new stuff for september so please stay tuned also um if if you're if you're a fan of the show, you know our battle with YouTube all the time. That that's also part of the problem. But uh, hey, we we fight that good fight, and we we keep trying to post stuff on there uh, as quick as they will let us. <laughs> uh, and as always, our our home on the web is 20x20crew.com, where you can find uh, merch, all of our past episodes, um, and you name it, all there. Right there for you, for the taking, for you to peruse and, and consume and, and the like. It's been a fun week. Absolutely. It's been a fun month. Uh, we're going to wrap up the month of, of August with, with these three great shows that we talked about the past two episodes. Uh, I can't look for, I, I, I can't wait to see what September brings and, and, and the rest of fall. But until then, I've been Matt. He's been Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, 70 episodes and you're still fantastic. <laughs> and, and until next week we will see, see you in, in the, the ring, ring.